All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome you to a brand new episode of SCAR. Now, SCAR stands for Seeking Courage and Redemption with Dustin Rivenbark. And I have a great guest and all of this lined up for you today. But before we get into all of that, let me give you the intent of the podcast, kind of the why are we here, so to speak. And we're here to work out our hardships, our tribulations, our issues in such a way that we can begin to unfold God's plan for our lives. Now, you may be listening and say, but Dustin, why do I need to listen to Scar? And the truth is, we all have stuff. We all have hardships. We all have issues that if we don't watch out, they can begin to accumulate and even change the trajectory of our lives. So that's why we need to be tuned in because here we get to share our hardships, our trials, our victories, uh, our, our expertise and all of that stuff in such a way that we can help each other in a safe place overcome. So glad to have all of you listening today. And without further ado, I want to introduce to you my new friend, Pastor John Maiden, to the show. Good morning. Good morning, Pastor John. So, uh, so glad to have you with us today. Can you tell everybody where you are from? Yes, again, thank you, Dustin, again. Thank you for having me today. May God bless you in this vibrant and powerful ministries that you have. And I am located in Baltimore, Maryland. All right, so what would so we are in South Alabama right now. Weather is weather is crazy all over the place. It'll be rainy, cold, warm, rainy, cold, warm, sunny, all of that. What what's happening there in Baltimore right now? So right now it is cold, it is chilly, and actually we're expecting some snow later on today into tomorrow morning, I think maybe between three to five inches, so we're not done with the snow yet. Okay. Now, Pastor John, how long have you been in ministry? So I've been in ministry as a whole for almost 20 years, Okay. uh, because I was... even in high school, I was working with with youth, some at my church, my local church, and I remember being like the youth group president or so there. So actually maybe 22 years, I would say, 22, 23 years. Then, I, then after seminary, which I graduated in 2007, I worked as a youth director for a few years. And then in 2014, I received my first pastorate. So it would. So that's almost seven years ago. So it's a whole between youth ministry and being a pastor over 20 years now. I got you. So uh, so you've seen a lot over the years. Uh, probably not much like we had this past year, though. This past year was a doozy, man. Right. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely different challenges that uh, arose from the pandemic. Uh, worshiping virtually, being one, and, and so forth. So yes, this yeah. definitely was a challenging year, and continues to be a challenging year. Yeah, for our listeners, um, we are in February of 2021. I don't know when 
whenever you may catch this podcast, we are still trying to overcome COVID-19. And so uh, that was uh, 2020 was a challenging year for to everyone. And so but this particular podcast, I'm very excited about um, because I'm not sure that we have had one strictly on this topic. And this is the power of prayer. And so, Pastor John, you wrote a book titled Prayer, the Most Reliable Wireless Communication. So uh, I I love that. I love that idea, connecting it to uh, Wi-Fi and all of that. Um, What inspired you to write this book? Yes, so my inspiration came in 2007 when I was listening to a really powerful and remarkable sermon at the church that I attended at the time. And the title of the sermon was Prayer, the Best Wireless Communication. So my so it really spoke out to me because the preacher really made a lot of points about how prayer is the oldest form of wireless communication and how God receives and listens to our prayers and that she she talked about prayer really in a different way, a new way. And then so from that point, the Lord gave me the idea that I need to write about prayer and really speak about prayer in a new way using 21st century vernacular that's associated with wireless technologies, cell phones, iPads, those type of things. Uh, So that the, the reader would really be able to understand what prayer is because usually prayer when it's discussed is discussed as some type of abstract ritual but really it's really intimate and it's concrete and it's something that people need to be able to really understand that it is a way that we can communicate with God and it is I, I call it a prayer as a bridge to God yeah to bridge to God's heart so I just wanted to speak about it in a way that different people from different age groups would be able to understand what prayer is. So, um, you know, Jesus often modeled this, uh, uh, often modeled prayer for us, even going as far as teaching his disciples uh, how to pray. But now, uh, there's there's two definitions here that I kind of want us to unpack a little bit. There's this idea of isolation, and then there's this idea of solitude. Now, this past year and during this pandemic, we have found ourselves in isolation, uh, which is basically um, kind of separated from from everybody and almost by yourself. And then there's this idea of, of solitude. Jesus often modeled this this solitude, um, being alone with God, and and being alone with God in your prayers and your thoughts. Um, what do you see that? Um, uh, in your in your own life as as isolation and solitude is that two different things to you as well yes it absolutely is because i think that when we can tackle the isolation first that the isolation could be where you just feel disconnected from others so for instance as i mentioned earlier uh currently right now my church we are worshiping via zoom we're not meeting in person And though I may be comfortable in my living room uh, preaching and so forth, I realize that I don't have that tactile connection with my congregation right at this particular moment. Um, So I may feel just an isolation, like I'm having the service, 
but and I can't be with them just because this is not safe right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, where solitude could be like I have my family in my home, but I may choose to go downstairs for a few minutes to get that alone time yes. with God. So it's like more of a choice. Like, I, God, I need this time just you and I. Yes. So we can talk about some things, and more importantly, I can listen to you. So yeah, I think there is definitely a definition. You know, I, between two. I I just thought that was that was kind of imperative um, to bring up because uh, I think it's 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 two words that could kind of get confused or or looked over, and I thought it would be very uh, uh, instrumental with the season that we're in to understand there is a difference between isolation and solitude. Now, with with talking about prayer, we have um, people who are really going through some stuff, Pastor, and and really going through some things and hardships and issues. And our point is is to kind of help people overcome. And I often say that prayer is not the least we can do, but it's the most we can do. But before we jump on the prayer bandwagon, can you explain to our people what prayer really is? What is that? Great question. So prayer really at its core is communication with God. Mm. Now, I think, but, but that can be a lot of different ways. Uh, that can mean different things. So I think, first of all, it's about our mindset. So really, we have to center ourselves in the presence of God before maybe we open our mouths to communicate with God in the spoken word or even send a, sing a song to the Lord. So really, centering ourselves, being still, being quiet before God, clearing our minds, clearing our heads, and really just uh, speaking to God, singing to God, uh, might even write some stuff down that may be part of our uh, pr- that type of communion with God. So prayer is communication and communion with God, the short answer. So let me ask you this. What about the person that says, I hear you, Pastor, but when I pray, I walk away feeling the same. I guess, does prayer make a difference? And if so, how? So, yeah, so with prayer... It does make a it does make a difference. It it the Lord answers a prayer the way God wants to answer the prayer. It may not be the way I may want the prayer to be answered or you may want the prayer to be answered, but God will answer the prayer in God's time. So it's not really so much of an emotional activity like where I'm gonna feel differently after I pray. I mean, a lot of times I do, but there are times where I don't. Um, where I feel like, did I just pray? I just yeah. feel the same, like like your question. But it's really just that act of that spending time with God, that time of sharing, excuse me, with God, uh, what's going on. So it it it, de- it definitely makes a difference. It just may not be the way that we want the outcome to be. In some cases. So when when we sit down and and we pray and we speak to God. And you walk away thinking, um, okay, I, I didn't hear God. I don't hear anything speaking back to me. How do I know that God is listening to my prayers? Is he hearing them all? Can you speak to that a little bit? I think that's where faith and trust comes in. I mean, really, to pray actually highlights and accentuates faith. But I think that that's also where the faith and trust that God is 
carrying out requests. It's, it's sort of like right now, like there's a lot of issues with the mail right now. So if I send something to, let's say my mother-in-law, um, once I send it, I trust that she's going to receive it. I don't know, you know, for a fact that well, I can't see, let me say her receiving it per se. Um, but I, I, I trust that she will receive that package or that note or that card. So I think that's the same way with, with, with prayer that, Hey, we don't see the other end. We don't see God per se. Uh, but we just trust that, Hey, God received that request. Uh, and that God will answer that request. So yeah, that, that, that's how that would work. And so it may not feel at that particular time, we may not always feel empowered once we pray, but I think it's just that trust, just knowing that our request got the fellow in God's ears and God is listening to us. You know what? I really like that analogy that you just had. I, you know, um, so it's one thing to have faith, and then it's another thing to kind of have a picture of what faith can look like. You know, faith is belief in the things uh, unseen. And, 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 you know, just like mailing that letter, I may not see my grandmother get that letter, but I have I believe she got it. I have that faith. I have that faith that she got it. I can almost picture it in my mind her going out to the mailbox and getting that and open it. She may not she may not ever tell me she received that letter, but I'm I'm certain she got it. And so uh, I really like that that analogy. Um, uh, what is what is the purpose really behind? prayer if god if god knows my thoughts right if god knows the hairs on my head or as for me the lack thereof if <laughs> if if uh if god knows this uh what's the purpose about uh, for me to to speak to god in that way yeah so yes god, you're absolutely right yes god knows what our thoughts are but god likes to hear god's children respond or, or vocalize what that prayer is it's good uh so it, it, it's sort of like think about a marriage like uh your wife knows that you love her but she likes to hear that affirmation that hey i love you honey that's good so it, it, it's the same I, I believe it's the same way with god that god knows that but like just likes to hear that from god's children that hey we love you lord thank you for life and, and so forth that's beautiful and i think it does something for our psyche as well our own psyche being able to vent being able to talk being able to speak out because there's there's just there's power in communication and and being able to unload a burden that you've been holding on to even if it's even if it's walking around your yard uh speaking to god um, getting that off of your chest, knowing that it's being heard, is just there's something powerful that happens in that. Yes. And and so going, you, you know, kind of kind of moving forward, the book has an interesting title: "The Most Reliable Wireless Communication," and it almost appears to be a like a Wi-Fi symbol. Why did you choose the title for that book? Like, how did you how did you choose that? So. The, the title then was a spinoff of the sermon yeah. that, that I did here. But what, why I chose that is because I wanted something relatable that people could relate with. So, like, for instance, I'm a Verizon subscriber and user. 
So they're always talking about how they're the most reliable wireless technology. And I know that the wireless companies compete with one another to have that title or to, to, to wear that crown, I guess. Yeah. So I figured, well, really, prayer is more reliable than all these companies and any wireless technology. Amen. So I wanted to have, I wanted to show that, really, to share that. So actually, it was a publisher, um, ambassador publisher, that has the Wi-Fi signal and then the prayer, the, the hands, they actually came up with the design of that. But I figured that that, that really focused on uh, the message. So, um, love that, yeah. Prayer is absolutely the most reliable form of communication. Um, question for you, if you don't mind. Um, it's, a, it's a little bit personal. Could you tell us, Pastor John, what what your prayer life looks like what what um how how do you uh kind of incorporate prayer into your day-to-day sure so when i wake up in the morning i thank god for the day yes so in the morning i thank god for the day and one thing that i've been doing lately is i go through the alphabet and i i try to use an adjective to describe how good god is so i may say god you're awesome you're beautiful you're caring you're delightful i try to do that every day because i want to give god praise apart from my request or or anything like that so i try to focus on god's goodness um and then I, i'm really i, I think I've, I've all the lord has allowed me to be strong and being a an intercessory prayer warrior where I pray for people that I know typically every day. Sometimes it's exhausting. Sometimes, to be honest, I don't want to do it, but I feel led to do it. Yes. I, I know it's going to be beneficial. So I may want to say, all right, I want to watch TV or do this. And God says, you need to go ahead and do this right now. So um, those are the things. So intercessory prayer and then prayers of Thanksgiving usually in the morning and then periodically through the day so like if i hear something on the news for instance that is disturbing which honestly that's every day yeah. you know i may say a request i'll make the lord to put it on my heart to uh, say a request there as well so so for a new believer or maybe let's say for somebody that's kind of teetering on the on the brink that doesn't that doesn't really know about this whole prayer thing that says you know I just don't know if there's power in it. I just don't know uh, what's to it. And all they've ever really seen modeled is maybe a movie prayer. Like, there God thou, where art thou, you know, majesty in this. And they see these big wonderful prayers of like, that just seem to go on and on forever. Like, does, do you think that that does prayer a disservice to think you have to compete with that do, do prayers have to be long what what does a prayer look like yeah um no i don't think a prayer has to be long i mean i think about uh even in the the new testament i think about uh when jesus had the encounter uh when he performed a miracle and and the the young ruler uh said lord help my unbelief mm. You know, I think that that is just an example of just like even a short prayer, but it was an effective prayer. So yeah. I think it's something really that has to come more from one's heart. I don't think that God worries so much about the long words. Like I think in Matthew 5, the Lord was saying, it doesn't have to be all these words, but it has to have substance, you know, yes. in the prayer. So I think the Lord is concerned about the condition of our hearts, which is going to lead to substantive prayers. So do you think God 
God hears and listens to my prayer that I'm speaking in my own language, in my own way, in my own style, just starting from where I am. Do you think that that's okay? Yes, yes, yes. I do. And, and I wanted to go back and say something else because I know there's some people that um, aren't able to, to speak. You know, they just have that uh, challenge. So God can hear our hearts too. That's another oh, thing. So that's, that's another way to pray through our hearts. I did want to put that out there. That's so good. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. And and do you feel like prayer brings an individual closer to God, or is it? Uh, you know, if God, if God is, if God is above all, in all, and through all, and inside of us, does prayer bring us closer to God, or is it, tell me about that. Yeah, so, prayer is a tool that the Lord allows, um, it's like a vehicle, I guess is the way to put it, that can bring up, that, that brings us to God. Well, actually, really what it is, let me, let me rephrase that, so prayer is a tool that we're able to communicate with God. However, it's really the Holy Spirit or God's Spirit, God's presence that brings us to God. Right. So, we, we, yeah, we may talk to God, but I think really with, with the magnetic force there is really the Holy Spirit. So it, it's sort of like like I, I say that it's not power in prayer, but it's power in God. You mm-hmm. know, like prayer is a tool, but really it's God that's doing all the work. So, um, and, and we're just being obedient by speaking to God. Love that, love that. So can can anyone pray um, at any point, no matter no matter their background, stance, or or any of that? Is this something that is for for everybody? Yes, every, everyone can pray. I mean, even there are people from different religions that pray. It, it's something you know that I, I heard that that I not laugh at in a funny way, but like in a sarcastic way. Like you'll you'll hear like an atheist. Let them be on on a plane, and the plane go down. Let's say <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Oh Lord, help me! You yes. know, so that yes. kind of thing. So yeah, so anybody, so yes, the answer you, yes, anybody can pray. So that same thing, I've often heard it mentioned like this: there are no atheists in foxholes. You know, right. like in in the military, you dig your foxhole to try to escape enemy fire. And and when you're down in there, it's it's please God, if you're real, get me out of this. And so there's no. Uh, no atheists in foxholes. Yeah. So, um, so with that, with with the book, let me ask you this. Let's say somebody grabs this book, prayer, without much knowledge, and let's say they open it from the first page, they go all the way through to the last page, and they close that book for the final time to put it on their bookshelf or or, or pass it on to someone else. What do you want that person, what do you hope he or her walks away with? Just how simple prayer is and how easy it is to communicate to God that you don't have to use these big words uh, to understand that the purpose of prayer and then that, and just really the, the power of God through prayer and how God is able to work in our lives, how prayer really is a connection between us and God. I mean, yeah, we communicate with God, but it's also, and that's going to be actually my sequel, prayer, the ultimate connection, how we are able to really connect with God through prayer rather than just about the communication form. What about the intimacy that comes forward 
is a result of prayer that God allows through the Holy Spirit through prayer, I should say. Um, so I, I just want people to realize that it, prayer is simple. Prayer is something that anyone can do. They can connect with God, and they can connect with Christ through through prayer. So who's the target audience? Who are you shooting for? Uh, who are you hoping that will that will purchase this book? Yeah, so the target audience really is for, I, I, I call them seekers. Those that are seeking the Lord, maybe those that, uh, that go to church right now and that are hearing God's Word but just want to grow more in God's Word and, and really grow closer to God through prayer. Uh, and then also, I, I did want to get the younger generation, like people maybe coming out of college in their 20s. Now, um, that really, that that's, tends to be a group that, that doesn't attend church as much, that, are, that in a lot of cases are unchurched right now, that are trying to find themselves. So I wanted to have a book that I thought that they would be able to relate with, something that maybe when they were coming to church, they heard about prayer, but at that time it was just abstract. And I wanted something really concrete and down to earth for them. So uh, people that use wireless technology, which is almost everybody these days. Well, a lot of people, I should say, not everybody, but a lot of people, um, I thought this was something that could relate with something that we use every day. Like, I'm on my cell phone talking to you right now, yeah. and it's something we use every day. But what about prayer? How can we see God in this? So what are the ways, uh, Pastor John, that you have found that you hear from God through prayer? Because I've heard it. I've heard so many people say different things. Some... It's through the scriptures. Uh, some, they pray, and they feel God reveal to them uh, in many different ways after the prayer, the answer they're looking for. I have heard some say uh, an audible voice. I have heard some say they feel it in their guts so loud. Um, and and so there's so many different... What have you found to be the way God really communicates to us through the prayers? Yeah, so I would agree with everything that you just said, yeah. really, and, and that's been my experience. I mean, an audible voice, yes, I'm definitely in my heart more so, just a moving in my heart. Yeah. Uh, I, I felt that, like, for instance, really quickly, even in the ministry journey that I'm on now, as I'm seeking to be ordained within the United Methodist Church, uh-huh. I remember the time I was running away from the call slightly, uh, because part of the, the order... Once you become ordained within the United Methodist Church as an elder, uh, you you have to agree to itinerant ministry, which means you move from church to church. So I didn't want any parts of that. So that led to some sleepless nights and some restlessness and a weary soul because I wasn't following through necessarily with what God had commanded. So that was a way that God uh, spoke to me even through restlessness. Yes. So that way, different feelings, different emotions to people through godly people that's another way and even honestly sometimes through people that aren't in christ you know so through all kinds of people all kinds of ways god has spoken to me you know um i love that and i and i've heard so many people say that they pray and they just don't hear anything they just don't hear god speaking and i believe that a lot of that um you know the enemy is the enemy is an expert at distraction. Uh, is is an is an expert at creating 
noise and chaos and all of that. And I think that we have gotten into such a fast-paced, push-of-the-button society that we think that we should pray and just immediately be responded to just like I spoke those words. And God doesn't God doesn't always um, work like that. And so there is actually a passage in the Bible that talks about His ways uh, are higher than our yeah. ways. And so can you speak on that just a little bit? Yeah, that we don't, as humans, we don't understand how God operates really uh, entirely. There are a lot of things that we just don't know that are a mystery to us and or why certain things happen. So, but we just have to trust that God, God sees the finish line. God, uh, God understands what's going on uh, with every matter and that the, the matter is in God's hands. Mm. We, we as humans won't ever be able to understand that, but I think we have to be okay with that. Yep. Yep. And and before we kind of uh, we've got we've got a couple minutes here before we get into, um, I, I want you to promote the book. Tell us where where we can find it and all of that. But um, would you mind praying for us and praying for our listeners um, wherever wherever they may be uh, on on our journey? Um, just can can you pray just a prayer over us to to really ignite our prayer life to really to really uh, bring a refreshness or a renewal to the word prayer in our hearts okay sure thank you let's pray spirit of the living God descend upon us creating us a desire to want to know you more to want to please you to want to commune with you to want to be intimate with you give us a spirit and a heart to want to listen to you and help us to want to spend time praying take the time to pray so that we are in your presence and that we will continue to communicate with you there so i pray for any listener today or, or ever of this podcast that they may be ministered to and moved to pray to seek you to experience a greater depth of your power your presence your anointing and your love in their lives so that we all may grow closer with you help us to pursue you in our prayer time help us to want to spend time with you remove the distractions and the noise mm. that keep us from you and to hinder yes, our, our prayer lives so draw us closer to thee, Lord. And if there's anyone listening to this uh, broadcast that does not know you as Lord and Savior, yes, I pray Lord. that the prayer of salvation be uttered. Lord, I'm a sinner. I need you to be my Savior. Come into my heart. Thank come into you. my life. Holy Spirit, take complete control. And I pray for everyone listening that we all come closer to thee. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Yes. Thank you for that, Pastor John. And so... Um, before we exit, can you tell us a little bit um, uh, where we can find out more about the book, where we can purchase the book and, and find out more about your, your ministry? Sure. So you can purchase the book, Prayer, the Most Reliable Wireless Communication, on Amazon.com. You can uh, uh, purchase it on Barnes & Noble as well. And you can find out more about my ministry I'll, I'll give my email address out. Perfect. I think that's a good way yes. to to uh, reach me if you have anything you want to know about my ministry 
or about uh, the book on prayer, uh, my email address is breakingthebarriers82 at gmail.com. Breakingthebarriers82 at gmail.com. And that way, that can, uh, that way, if you, if anyone wants to reach me, I can definitely give more information about my ministry. We don't have a, a website. We do have a Facebook page, okay. uh, Mount Zion uh, Upper Cove on Facebook, but we don't have a, an official website. But the, the Facebook page has been where okay. I do a lot of my, my sermons. So if anybody wants to check that out, they can definitely do that. Great, great. Sounds good. Go to Amazon, Barnes & Noble's. Uh, uh, Barnes and Noble. Uh, go to the Mount Zion uh, Facebook page. I will try to um, uh, put a lot of these in our in our show notes, uh, along with your bio and all of that as well. And also, uh, feel free to email Pastor John BreakingTheBarriers82 at gmail.com. Any questions, thoughts, or ideas um, that kind of come to you, I, I know he would love to connect with you and talk you through that. And uh, again, thank you so much for your time uh, and your prayers. And I look forward to seeing what God is going to do with you, in in you, through you, uh, in your ministry. So, um if you would hold on just for one second, as for our listeners, we'll see you in the next couple of days.